Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. I uh, kind of like the hogs there, Chuck. Hey, welcome in. Glad you're here as we wrap up the week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. The basketball Razorbacks heading for Central Arkansas as we speak. They're preparing to take on Lipscomb tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock inside Simmons Bank Arena. Going to have to make sure I say that right. It's been... uh, Alltel Arena, Verizon Arena, now it's Simmons Bank Arena. So we'll have to make sure we get that right on the broadcast tomorrow. Arkansas needs a win, 6-4. and four. Lipscomb, 6-5. and five. It's a game Arkansas's favored, and Arkansas should win. But as we have seen already, not just around college basketball, but in our season, the way things should go and the way things actually do go, can sometimes be uh, be different things. But I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting to Central Arkansas and being part of it all tomorrow as the Razorbacks take on Lipscomb. We're going to talk to Matt Jones coming up in just a little bit. The Razorback grade he is actually in Harrison. He and Phil Elson have taken their program on the road this week, and uh, Matt Jones is in Harrison. So we're going to talk to him, and we'll get his thoughts on basketball, talk a little football, Uh, Get into all that as we move along on the podcast today. The big news last night, I guess, was the SEC football schedule. It is out. We know not only who the Razorbacks will play, but the dates for the games. The schedule minus the actual kickoff times is complete. And Arkansas is going to play six games in Fayetteville, one in Little Rock. That's the good part. You know, there are other things that are just so-so, I guess. You know, you open in Little Rock on August 31st against UAPB. You know it's going to be hot. I don't know if it's going to be full, but I know it's going to be hot. I think a lot of people, and I think it's fair to say, that a lot of people are waiting until September 7th when the Razorbacks play Oklahoma State and Stillwater before they begin to have an idea about what the season next year may look like. They come back and play Alabama, Birmingham, and then the conference games begin. There's a bunch of them. They go to Auburn. That's the conference opener. Then they play the Aggies in Arlington on the last Saturday in September. But then the schedule changes. Arkansas has got a home game, back-to-back home games, in fact, against Tennessee and LSU. There's an open date in between. Tennessee and LSU, back-to-back in Fayetteville. Then you go to Starkville. Then you play Ole Miss, Texas, and Louisiana Tech in succession, in Fayetteville. There's an open day between Ole Miss and Texas. The point being, and then you close against Mizzou. You close against Mizzou in Columbia this year. The point is there, though, that from the time you hit October until you wrap up the regular season on the last Saturday in November, you're playing, what, seven ball games right there. Five of them are in Fayetteville. You know, five of those seven ball games are in Fayetteville, and your two road trips are Mississippi State, Missouri. Not long trips. And tough places to get wins, as we've seen over the years. Nothing's an automatic. But if you were to compare it to, say, 
I don't know, Tuscaloosa and Gainesville or Tuscaloosa and, you know, wherever, Tuscaloosa and Athens. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem quite so daunting. My point is if you can survive early, you got five ball games between August 31st and the end of September. If you can survive that, you know, you got some games at home. And we talked on the morning rush about how if you're going to be a really good team, if you're going to be a team that goes bowling, you know, if, if, if that's your baseline, we're going bowling every year. And depending upon how many wins we have determines how good a bowl we go to. If you want that total to rise, you've got to develop the type team that protects its home field. You've got to play more games in Fable. It's good they're getting out of this Arlington thing. Uh, I think the Little Rock thing is going to come to an end at some point in the not-too-distant future, uh, as we've said for 25 years. But at any rate, if you're going to play games, I mean, you're going to have a lot more games or a lot, at least a, a good number of games in Fayetteville this year, six. So, you know, as we move forward in the coming years, if you want to begin to climb the ladder and get to the point where you've got a chance to break that glass ceiling, and look, we're a ways away from that right now. But if you're going to climb that ladder, one of the first things you've got to do is develop a home field advantage and protect your turf. It doesn't mean you win them all. You're not going to win them all in most years, even if you're good. You may not win them all at home, but you've got to win the overwhelming majority. Uh, that's how you get to a bowl game, and if you have those years where maybe you can steal one or two on the road, uh, then you're going to a better bowl game. And every once in a while, maybe you can jump into contention. Uh, a lot of things have to happen. That's a lot of concluding based on the fact they finally released the schedule last night. But that's kind of what we have, I guess, as we, as we move into the, the middle stages and then into the latter part of December. All right, as we pause for a moment, I'll talk about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, before we bring in Matt Jones. If you're a buyer or a seller, I can tell you my experience with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, first as a buyer and then a seller, and then a buyer and a seller again. One of the things that was really important to me was the line of communication. Uh, you know, I don't care what you do, what kind of venture you're into. You've got to have a line of communication. It's got to be open. And that was my experience with them, particularly early on in the process. I had a lot of questions. They always answered my call. If they couldn't write then, they'd return my call promptly. I didn't end the day without an answer to my question. In fact, most days, they called me, and they made sure that I understood exactly what was going on. And, you know, we hear a lot, and we've heard a lot, lately about interest rates and the price of homes and things of that nature you're going to need that line of communication you're going to be dealing with the best train in the business but you want to be able to have that line of communication every day and that's what you're going to have with weicker realtors the griffin company now they've got an office in fayetteville they're in springdale bentonville fort smith they're in branson now and you can always log on to weikergriffin.com matt jones coming up long time listener first time caller so give me the hug Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts.
Well, as we always do at the end of the week, we visit with Matt Jones, Razorback great Matt Jones, number nine. You hear him every day on halftime with Phil Elson. Matt, first, welcome. And I want to start with a little bit of basketball today. I know that's uh, one of your first loves when it comes to sports. And, you know, Muss has talked a lot about defense. And, you know, we hear that term connected come come up a lot you know teams aren't connected or they are connected defensively you've you've done this you've been through practices and stuff before obviously played the game at a high level what's the key to playing good connected team defense what do you have to do what do you what do you see when you watch these guys play so you know i'm a you know i'm a soccer guy as well and it's the same concept there whenever you're ball and, and the man Wherever that is, it's almost like a math problem. You got to be so you got to be you got to know where the basket is. You got to know you're you're playing defense. You know you're like king of the castle. You're 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 protecting that paint. You're protecting the rim. You you, you got to know where your help is. Uh, there there is a couple things that you got to do. But when when one of your team, but what what you mean by being connected? When one of your guys slides with the ball and the man, you have to slide as well. You know you have to. It's a shell drill. You're all connected on a string. And they, they start teaching you that in seventh grade, you know, and, and, and you see some teams play a matchup zone where they kind of pass it along. And then you see like Coach Musk where he likes to kind of stay with his guy, but and, and you, you can't switch. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they got to get to work and, and you can't just, you know, you get lost with your eyes too much. You, you, you know, the, it's the, the thing too, Chuck, it seems like that it won't be that first pass or that second cut, but it's about that fourth pass or that that fifth cut. We just we it's like we can do it for one or two, and then we then we kind of we lose focus. But uh, I I think they'll figure it out. You know, one of the things that I've always found interesting, and I'm sure you guys went through it when you played. When you watch when you watch a college team practice, and you watch them work on defending things like the pick and roll or the high ball screen, the way they you know they walk through it initially there's a lot of fighting through screens when you're playing it out but there's a lot of walkthrough involved Muss has talked about how they've struggled to defend the high ball screen um tell us a little bit about that from a player's perspective when you're trying to defend that what 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 can make that so tough well you really have to be connected because you got to give your you got to give the other defender enough room to slide through uh, but then you still got to be putting pressure on your guy that's a tough you, – you look at Coach Neighbors, he runs a lot of that high ball screen. That's a tough offense. I mean, that's like kind of that RPO, whatever you do is wrong. And if you got guys that can 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 hit the three, you go underneath, and that, that's wrong. And you got guys that are too quick, uh, you, you try to trail him, then he's, he's, he's by you two steps to the, to the hoop. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough play. And, and the, the thing that I, that I think of, Chuck, is, you know, you got Keith Smart, who's a, a Bobby Knight disciple. You got Ronnie Brewer, who's one of the, the best, you know, high basketball IQ defensive guys, played for Jerry Sloan in the, in the Utah Jazz, you know, knows how to play defense. And so my money's on that those guys right there are going to coach him up and they're going to figure it out because those, I, I know both those guys know how to play defense. When we visited last week, um, the Razorbacks had not yet played Oklahoma. That didn't turn out so well. Um, what's your take through 10 games as you watch this team right now? Well, you know, Oklahoma played as a team, if, if you're comparing that. Um, we don't have an identity yet, that, that's for sure. you got to play defense. We, we played a couple, couple, couple good games. This team's smaller on the perimeter 
than last year's team was. But that doesn't that doesn't mean you can't can't win games. There's a lot of talent out there. Um, it's 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 almost like our timing's off a little bit on the offensive side, and we're struggling. They they teams make it t- we make it tough on ourselves uh, on on offense as well. Uh, and and we let the other team get too many easy baskets. And so if we can flip that, and it and it really it does sound so, so cliche, and it really is the truth. If if you can play better defense, you'll be surprised at the fast break points. You'll be fi- surprised at the layups. You you'll be surprised at how many times you get a turnover and it leads to an, uh, a wide open shot instead of a lot of contested shots. And and that I mean that's that's what it's going to be. The offensive side, man, I, I don't know who our point guard is, to be honest with you, Chuck. When we're watching the games, I know who I, I you know, who I think it could be. But right now, we don't have that guy. We, we don't have a guy that we can trust to, to not go over, to, 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 you know, run the offense and, and, and keep everybody going. I remember back when Coach Richardson was here, and obviously you do, and Coach Anderson, and the time over the holidays, you know, when there aren't many games – and it's basketball. I mean, classes like, for example, this week, I mean, finals are going to wrap up and it's going to be nothing but basketball for about a month. And there aren't many games. Um, what's that time like as a player? What's it like for, for a basketball team in, in terms of, you know, fixing the things that are wrong before you get into conference play? Yeah, it's much needed. Uh, Chuck, it was my favorite time. My, my favorite time to be up there on campus was winter break, summer break, whenever everybody else is gone and you're just going up there to the gym. I'm, uh, I remember, uh, you know, Billy Ferris and myself going up there. Coach Darren Sorensen would let us get in. And it's a time to, uh, you know, you want to get your finals finals done, but then it's every day. It's, it's every day we're going to the gym, but it's just what time are we going? And it's kind of a kind of a little bit of a ghost town up there, and so there's nothing much much to do but to to go work on it and and work on your cra- work on your craft because right now this team's not good enough to play in March, and so they better figure it out and get to working on it. So so when it comes to March, we're able to make a run. You mentioned Billy Ferris's name. Um, you know, now that you're a now that you're a full fledged radio man, um, uh-huh. you know, I work for Billy's dad. Yeah, back in the day. Um, do you keep up with your former teammates? How 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 connected are you? I mean, you're you know you're older now. You're a full fledged adult. Do you guys, you know, some of us drift away from our college friends. What's it like for you? You know, well, I, I don't have any social media, Chuck, or anything like that. And everybody kind of gets married and goes away. But you know, um, I, I you know Blake Eden sent me a, a text the other day doing one of the post game show. You talking about media? It's a way for for people to to hear and kind of stay in contact. But man, I Billy Billy Ferris's dad and 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 Billy, man, I'm I'm big time fans of them. Uh, got to uh, you know was a teammate at, at Van Buren High School with Billy, and then got to play for the Hogs with them. Uh, I always give them trouble. I, I always give them trouble because we were we were playing up in Tennessee, and uh, we had a give and go. And I had seven points, seven rebounds, and seven assists that game. But we had a give and go, and he he just missed the baby. I'm like, dude, I couldn't. What, I mean, what, what are you messing with my stat line for? But Billy Salt of the Earth people, man, I I, I love some Billy Ferris. All right, let's shift for a minute and talk about football uh, while I've got you here. We we've really not discussed it a lot. Um, you know, there's been a lot that's happened. You know, just since the season and comings and goings, players leaving, and you know we're about to hit the signing period in a minute, uh, or at least you know before too much longer. Um, Bobby Petrino's the offensive coordinator; he's back. We've 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 not talked about any of that stuff. I, let's let's start with Petrino. Um, what'd you think of that? 
You know, I think Petrino's a, a, a savant, man. He's an offensive genius. He, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he, he's somebody that has, has won with, with multiple different teams, with different type of talent. Uh, you you got to be, you know, my pop's a former coach, and, and, and that's one of the things he said. He, he's like, you got to be, whatever your talent is, uh, you, you got to be, every, every team's not going to be the same. So you got to adjust and be able to adapt and know what your strengths are and know what your weaknesses are. And I think Petrino will be able to do that. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if that kid, if it's able to get that, that number one recruit out of the state or uh, if, if he's going to stay in the state. Uh, I know they just got a guy from Boise State. I haven't seen much of him play, but they say he's a big, strong kid. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think that we got better, Chuck, but I'll say that by, by adding Bobby Petrino. Do you ever think when you see all these quarterbacks who are in the transfer portal and the money that they command, I mean, how much could Matt Jones between maybe his sophomore and junior years, if you said, I'm going into the portal, how much do you think you could have commanded? You know, when you talk about today's dollars, if it was 2023 and you were Matt Jones now like you were then, I mean, what what would you do? Man, Chuck, I – that have been uh, that have been very, very interested. I I would have been a Razorback. That's that's for sure. I I, I think you kind of it's kind of a red flag when when you look up and you see guys going uh, in the portal twice in three years. That, that usually those guys aren't the ones you want on your locker room. Uh, usually they're a little disgruntled. Something's going. They're not as good because if they were as good, this is when the coaches they they told me when this they said it's in football. It's always weird to see when when a, a guy from a team signs for this extra money for or when you stay on the same team. A lot of times it's another team that plucks you because when you are there, they know all your faults. They know your weaknesses. They know your strengths and to give you that type of money. Uh, and, and so it kind of tells you something when these kids transfer two or three times in, in four or five years. I, I don't know how much success they, they actually end up having. You know, I wonder too, and I've wondered it during this basketball, uh, basketball season, and I, I've wondered it, you know, watching football games too when guys leave and go to other places. You know, guys get into habits. Players are coached a certain way. And you get them in on your team, and maybe those bad habits don't fly. Or you've got to uncoach what one guy did and recoach what you like to do. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've wondered how much that plays into all this. You've, you've been around, you know, players that have been in different systems. I mean, do, does that matter? Well, you know, every every coach is, you know, you're, you're running a lot of the same concepts, but maybe they want you to speed cut this out. You know, maybe they want you to chop down and run the route just a little bit different. Uh, you know, maybe there's a little bit different technique for your offensive lineman with your feet and your hands. So, yes, it's it's very true. It's it's a lot, you know, you know, Chuck, a lot of it is the same stuff and the same principles and the same concepts, but it's, everything's not equal. There are better coaches out there. There are better people that can develop talent. Uh, and, 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 and there's people that can convey that message to these kids. And, yeah, it's, and, and I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, always, it's so fluid now, Chuck. It's still hard for me to wrap my mind around what the college, college game is going right now. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it, we'll, we'll find out in the next 10 years if it's, if it's for better or for worse. Hey, I know you, uh, you guys are on the road this week on uh, halftime. How do you like that, man, doing those, uh, doing those live remotes and stuff? You know the people in Harrison are pretty cool, Chuck. They uh they take care of us down here. I uh it's uh you know I it's it's if it was up to me, Chuck, I would be I would be living in my house and I wouldn't I, I wouldn't venture out more than a three mile radius from from, from my home. 
from my home base, but apparently, uh, apparently the the whole natural state is, is pretty cool. It could be a whole, whole, it could be a home base. Hey, man, they're glad to have you. I guarantee. In Harrison, Arkansas, when Matt Jones comes to town, it's a big deal. Ooh, hey, I just show up and look pretty. I know, I know who the A player is, Bill Elson. Well, hey, we'll be listening. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chuck. Hey, before we go, let me talk to you about the Bet Saracen app. I know many of you are getting ready for tonight. It's it's football coming up this weekend. Believe it or not, the bowl game starts Saturday. I don't know if you know that, but the bowl games start tomorrow. And there's a bunch of them out there. And you can find all the lines and all the odds at the Bet Saracen app. You've got a lot of other pro sports going on, or college sports going on too. Basketball, obviously. And then there's pro sports, the NFL into the stretch drive. If you want to be the most informed, if you want to be the best prepared, you need to download the Bet Saracen app. Now, I know that there are Vegas odds, but I know if you're going to play them, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are laws in our state that keep a lot of the national betting apps from operating in our state. The Bet Saracen app gives you an opportunity to have a great time, in-game bets, opportunities to bet on Razorbacks, parlays, exotic bets, all kinds of stuff each and every day at the Bet Saracen app. If you've not downloaded it, you need to do so. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to go at the Bet Saracen app. All right, that's it for this week. Razorbacks and Lipscomb tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. And uh, they finally got streaming out of Simmons Bank Arena, so you'll be able to watch it. And we'll be back around on Monday to talk about it all. Hope you have a great weekend. Until Monday, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.